And I did want to pull up. Hello, everybody. We're live. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. Where all your Agatha needs can be satisfied. Yeah, I'm actually pretty excited for this. I think this will be really fun. We can name the deck officially later, but I thought it'd be fun once we had the list uh -huh. to post it. Yeah, I'm totally in. Built off the cuff. Should I scoot in a little bit so we can both operate off of that there monitor, or would you... Um, this is just where I would be putting in the finalized thing, mm -hmm. and I figured we, knowing us, go through the decked app, and so we could talk through it, and then, I don't know about you, but I always like rounding it out with EDH rec. What do you mean by rounding it out? Um, oh. Once I get my base list, I usually bat a point opposite of you, where I'm missing cards mm -hmm. i'll be at like 80 something mm -hmm. like okay i need five plus cards 10 or 10 to 5 to 10 cards mm -hmm. that i don't know exactly what i want to fill with i'll go to edh trick at that point oh, i see and then see what other people have built with that commander exactly mm -hmm. so we are going oh you know what because i was going to also say uh this would be a great opportunity to say how we differ in deck building. Mm -hmm. So you find, do you know what you're looking for when you start to build that 80? Mm -hmm. Like you're like, oh, I know this card name. I know this card name. I need one of these. And then you get to 80. Mm, similar but different. I like to make sure that what I pick is what I want, period. And I'm very picky with that. So when I know what I want, it's an idea. I know what I want within that idea. So when I was building um, Corona, Rona the, forget what her name is, she has the ability to untap when you cast a legendary, tap, draw, and discard, and then pay six to transform. Mm -hmm. I'm going entirely off the transform more than anything. But the best part about the front side is that it does build your hand to prepare for the transformation. Mm -hmm. And with her, she needed to be dealt damage. So I looked at everything blue and black to think, okay, how do I want to deal damage? Do I want to do tappy creatures or do I want to do single spells? And I'm like, well, I only need one. So then I was like, okay, great. Pingers. Mm -hmm. Tap pingers. Yeah. And I looked for those. I'm and shocked that there are as many in blue that do that. Yeah, it's kind of awesome. And I knew I didn't want a lot. So I added four or five. And I knew I had some left over if I needed to fill the gap. And then boom, five done move on to the next idea of what I would use for her. Okay. Which in that sense was, okay, I need big, gross, stupid spells. What kind of big, gross, gross, stupid spells are in blue and black? And then I found Grozoth. And Grozoth is what allows you to search for nine cost cards. Oh. It's like, awesome. That yeah. can help me refine what I'm looking for with big random shit and do all the nine drop blacks and blue, black and blue cards. And then that fill, filled about 11 slots. And I dialed that down to be picky on making sure it's a good 9-drop. Right. It's not. I'm not just going to throw them all drop. in there. Yeah. Which sense. I did throw a lot in. And then to supplement that, I'm like, okay, how many big bombs do I want? I like having at least 10 to 20. 
And so I was like, okay, what other high-cost cards could I go for? And at that point, I'm looking at large instants and sorceries and large creatures, which in Deck Builder, which is our main go-to deck building application, mm-hmm. I can just look at all blue and black cards that cost seven or more, and I'll do a scroll. So I do a bulk, but I'm very picky on what I put in the list. Mm. And then I'll have a bunch of different popcorn ideas of this is the type of card I'm looking for. This is the type of card I'm looking for. That's all based off either the idea of the deck or the commander itself. Because yeah. sometimes I'll build a deck idea. Like uh, if you recall my five color, there are no secrets. I want everybody's hand to be revealed. I want the top of the library, library. revealed. Yeah. I want everybody to know what was going on. Yeah. All the time to get decision overload. Did you put Hive Mind in that deck? Uh, I think so. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And so that's my deck building method. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go more in on yours, which is a little more, well, how, however you would put it. <laughs> uh, I like all cards. All cards have a home in my deck building app. And so when I find, I do also like finding the theme, what is the main idea. So Lord of the Rings example is my most recent build. I knew I'd be making a lot of food. Mm-hmm. And then I saw uh, one mention of like legendary creatures. And I was like, well, this set came out with almost exclusively legendary creatures. So then I'm doing legendary creatures that make foods. Well, when I go into deck builder, I'll type in the word food. And I'll read every card that has the word food printed on it. And then I will add anything that I think could potentially work with another card. I like to find combos that maybe aren't always used. Mm -hmm. I fall prey to the common combos because they're good and they're considered some of the best. Mm -hmm. But I like to find that one or two cards that maybe someone didn't know existed and use that. And that's why I like to go in-depth and search for everything possible. Mm -hmm. Because then there's just this janky opportunity to have a combo one game that I might not see for eight more games. Like, whoa, I didn't even know that interaction existed in my deck. Mm -hmm. That is one of the reasons I like to build that huge list. I'll get up to like a thousand cards. Yeah, that that fact (laughs) that it's a thousand, that's what turns me off. Hey, there's only 26,000 other cards. I I knocked down (laughs) 25,000. That's pretty good. (laughs) I will adopt your method when it comes to those types of cards where I'm like, this is unique or fringe. Let me add it to the sideboard. Mm. And it's definitely times where I'll be at like the 90 card mark, including lands. And I, I maybe I do barely go over 100 and I have to whittle away five. But often I have a sideboard of niche cards that I like, maybe I can fit these in. Yeah. And I'll have to see how the other ideas unfold first. I also fall prey to adding side, like sub strategies. Yeah. Like, Every deck needs to draw. Every deck needs some removal, at least a couple pieces. Every deck needs to produce extra mana in some way. It doesn't need to, but it will go faster and you'll hit your stuff more effectively. But outside of that, then you have like food as an example. My Lord of the Rings deck evolved into token deck instead of just food. It evolved into treasure deck and creature tokens. So now it's just a token deck that's heavy in food. So food's the predominant token, but now I'm looking for all token generators. My food search ended up being a treasure search, ended up being a creature token search. Fortunately, I love theme. A lot of my decks more recently have been dripping in theme. I like it to look and feel 
Like it's all one story within the deck. And so the Lord of the Rings has like two cards that aren't Lord of the Rings cards. I just put them the art to be a version that looks like it could fit in the Lord of the Rings universe. So that made some of that search a lot easier. What we're doing today is outside of that. No. There's not a lot of easy. No card for you. There's not a lot of easy <laughs> theme for me. So uh, it'll be nice to work with you and have a little bit uh, more of a strict yes or no. Mm-hmm. Is I this like, card good? No. Nope. Yeah. I like the, uh, as you were saying, making sure the card fits. That's why I was so picky with Brutoclad on a lot of cards. I know it's a good card. I know it's a good card and it works with the deck in every capacity. But come on, the arts are teddy bears yeah. in a rock outfit. <laughs> uh, I think uh, change of name or change of word was an unset where they had the new sticker telling you if it was official or not. Mm. Not necessarily a great border, similar to Saw in Half, if you've seen that one. Yeah. That's from an unset. They had a card that was a blue enchantment that when you put it into play, exchanged the text box of two target creatures. It never refers to it being a token otherwise. As far as, far as I know, I could take one of my Brutoclad tokens and just take whatever creature's text box I'd like. Jeez. And then I'd have a token with that text box. And if I wish to copy it thereafter with Brutoclad, boom. Yeah. I got all my weirdly weird concoction things. It lets you copy like more effectively almost. A little bit. I think it was the same cause as Mirror Mage's 3. Mm. And... It's got bears on it. <laughs> it's like a so brutalad. It's, uh, it's rainbows and kittens. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can't do that. But that is not what we're building today. We are building Agatha of the Vile Cauldron, a red and a green one-one human lore- warlock. Activated abilities of creatures you control cost X less to activate, where X is Agatha of the Vile Cauldron's power. This effect can't reduce the mana in that cost to be less than one. And her activated ability herself, which you could reduce with her first. Other creatures get plus one. Other creatures you control get plus one, plus one, and trample and haste until end of turn. Ugh, that's so good. So this is going to be the, the first question is how many creatures in the 99 Mm -hmm. do you want to have activated abilities because the one thing i really like about her it could just be her Mm. you can even fling her get her super big i I always think about that in red it's so stupid yeah i mean flinging that would just be fun on any of the creatures Mm. let's make fling card number one (laughs) yeah so then my idea here if we want to give a category to us mm-hmm. and we'll look for different permanent types. Mm-hmm. And then when you think of one, you'll share and we'll be strict, much more strict in the first hour than the second hour. Yeah. Yep. And so with Agatha, we want creatures with activated abilities. Mm-hmm. I can look at all the green ones if you want to look at all of the red ones. Sure. And we'll go from there. That sounds great And to me. at first... Then the idea that they consider when building is how strong do you really want to make it? Or do you want to let the cards fall into place of what your vision is mm-hmm. and determine the power from there? Um, well, this is a good segue into what's your philosophy on auto-includes in Commander? When I have the passion when I'm first building that deck, it's like, oh, this goes with the Commander. Period. Auto-include. Mm. The reason I would deter from that is when we have a lot of our decks become that beautiful average seven 
where the above is considered CEDH that has a lot of very stapled removal and mm-hmm. ramp thereof. Yep. Where in green, I would want to say no artifacts. Mm. Okay. Because green is so effective at putting out just rock hard land. Correct. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the decks that I know we build, especially at that higher cap, they use all the rocks, zero ones and two costs respective, respectively. Yeah. And with green, I know that I can have a lot of land ramp. So if I were to include an artifact, I'd be very picky. Yep. On It'd that have artifact. to be an artifact that works with her. Yep. Like a Eula. There's no artifacts in a Eula. Mm-hmm. She's a bear. Yeah. She doesn't need it. I used to have um, the four. Uh, there was an artifact that was, had the word bear in it, like the four bear oh, sword. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it was called the four bear sword. But it was F-O-R-E-B. Right. Uh, A-R-E. Yeah. Sword of the Four Bairn. Sword of the Four Bears. I don't know. Four Bearers. I don't think that's right either. <laughs> sword of Four but Bears. I took it out. Anyway. It wasn't as good as I needed. <laughs> well, plus so, a bear's just going to hold a sword in its mouth. That just doesn't fit the theme. <laughs> and I'm okay adopting your style of going over 100 and whittling down mm-hmm. more than being super picky just to make sure we get the deck built. Yeah. Um... And I'd rather have a pool to that I know I'm really good at cutting. Mm-hmm. I'm really good at cutting. Sure. <laughs> so if you want to be like, no, I think this will work, make sure we at least get to the 100. Yeah. And for me, that I guess, knowing she's a two drop, I think would easily have a really low cost uh, deck. Just the fact that she's a two cost. It even makes me question whether you would even want two drop ramp cards in the deck. Because instead of a turn two, two drop ramp, You'd play your commander. Do you feel like a two-drop mana ramp spell is still worth it when the commander costs two? Yes. I yeah. I, I as at first I was thinking no good because I'd rather cast my commander, but mm. that two-drop ramp spell on turn three, four, five, six, and seven would also be great. Yeah. There's a couple cards I know I've gotten to enjoy a lot more recently. One of them is Restore. Mm. It's a two-drop that returns a land from your graveyard to the battlefield. And it's any graveyard. So you can use it on fetch lands. You can use it on anything that sacks itself to go to the grave. And then mm. boom. It's another two-cost ramp Wow! in in that regard. So rampant growth, restore, uh, three wishes. Uh, or Farseek. Farseek. Nice lore. There's a new one from the Lord of the Rings that is Harrow, but better. Oh, you... It's, you know. it's Entish Restoration. It's three-cost instant sack of land. You get two basic lands into play tapped. However, if you have a creature with power four or greater, you get three lands. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's an instant. Yeah. yeah. So then, to split up the categories, let's yeah, do... Yeah, let's <laughs> dial it back. Um, let's start off with some creatures. Yeah. Let's say we get 20 on the board. If you want to start with red, and I'll start with green. And we are looking for activated abilities, but we're also looking... Well, you know what? That's hard, though, because her ability is purely off of the power of her. So then my first thought would be creatures that buff other creatures. So activated abilities and creatures that buff each other. That would be the first category I would look for. So Yeah, how do we get Agatha big? How do we get Agatha big? Um, And it's her power. Yeah. So we could do stuff. I mean, how aggro do you want to be? Maybe, I would love to be need, aggro. Yeah, maybe we need to get a, a general idea before we even start looking for cards. No, that's great. Because like, I'm thinking titanic strength for one, 
plus three plus one for the turn and a scry. I was exactly thinking that. It's going to save you three mana on activated abilities, and you get a scry. That would, let's see, activate of all Tight creatures. Strength. Yeah. There's another one, too, that's similar. Uh, there's plus a couple of those one-drops. Mm-hmm. wouldn't know I'm off the top but of my be, head. That'd be only one instance of it. True. Um, I'm always a fan of Flashback, mm-hmm. so we can get into that later. So then I think we're going for as a generic aggro style now. Okay. And I would like, me personally, I'd like more supporting activated abilities mm. and creatures that buff each other. And I would like to, I think, focus on Agatha as being the star, like, more or less. I want to swing face with Agatha. All right. You want to stick with red and I'll, or green and I'll do red? Yep. You like Just that? to start. And so when I'm going into deck builder... I'm more specific with what words I put down. Yes. I think you are less. It depends on what I'm looking for. So just now, I typed in red or colorless only, and my search is target creature gets. Mm. Because I'm looking for something that says target creature gets plus one, plus one, plus X, plus X, plus two, plus two. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I search that in red, that's 450 cards. It's not bad. I would boil it down, and I think I don't want to go any higher than a four drop to start. I like that. We're playing aggro. So I'm going to say cost one, two, three, or four. I'm going to do creature. I'm not going to do colorless only because I think that would include artifacts, which I currently don't care for. Mm. Okay. And just in terms of building a deck right off the bat. Like, mm-hmm. well, I don't really know any artifacts right now, and I know there's so many. Yeah. I'm not going to worry about it. And we're in creatures. We're in creatures only. So when I put that to a 1 to 4 cost, creatures only, still red colorless, it's 79 cards. See? And, and that, that have the words target creature gets printed on them. Yeah. That's pretty good. And let's see. If that's going to be yours for red, I could do something similar for mine. But I'm thinking target creature gets. I'm going to say put... I'm going to use the word put because often it'll say put a counter mm. onto something. And I don't care what kind of counter is, so I don't want to say plus one, plus one. But I'm going to say put on target. And when I do that, I get 122 cards. What is an activated ability? You have to pay for it. Does a card that has Blood Rush, which is an in-hand ability, count as an activated ability? I believe it does, Yes. But then I would have to look into the ruling of Agatha on if she would reduce the creatures outside of the field. Because usually creatures, yeah, creatures you control. So Oh, yeah, so immediately out. Yeah. Cool. It'd be cool, though. This this gives it a plus three, plus one in first strike for its blood rush cost. Yeah. And even as the first example here. Bond Beetle. One cost, one one counter on a creature. Mm. Useless. I'm not using that. Yeah. It uses once you die. I don't want to try and recur it. I would love something recurring. You had stated using the word whenever. That's like the best trigger word. Yeah. Whenever. That one, That's why my decks take so long is because when you type in that word, you're looking for uh, triggered abilities. Mm-hmm. There's a thousand cards that trigger. Mm-hmm. And I want to read them all. And every once in a while you go, oh, I've never read that card before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Island Sanctuary. Have you heard of this card? I know this is on. You probably tangent. told me about it. Colorless white enchantment. If you would draw a card during your draw step, you can choose to skip that draw. And until your next turn, your opponents can only attack you with flyers. If you choose to do so. Yeah. That's pretty good. And it's in Queen because Queens don't, don't touch me. 
Mm-hmm. And it's not a, you can't, you have to pay extra or anything like that. It's just a pseudo yeah. prison card. So then with this, I will definitely talk about what I'm thinking as I go through the list. But I'm thinking at the end of this, we each have 10 contributed. And I'm mm. going to put them on tapped out and we'll boil it down afterwards. We're just going to start with creatures. Yeah. We might even, 15 each. Sure. 30 creatures. 30 is a good. Yeah. St- creature I, heavy. Yeah. Well, actually, that's a great question. So what's the highest creature count, give or random guess, or closest guess, of a deck that you have that's creature heavy? I think Ayula has 30-something, and that's my most creature-heavy deck. Because it's play a bear, get a bear. And play a bear, get a, a bear. bear. Yeah, bears. Yeah. Um, Brutaclad's the least with five, mm-hmm. and it doesn't ever feel that way, which is awesome. Jaleva, I think, is my least with, like, 13. Okay big spell slinger deck and then my highest is probably either my adventure deck uh Sephiroth of the hidden way or the frodo sam which is like 27 that's still pretty high it's like to me that is almost cap yeah for creature deck my original number with 20 was a fifth of the deck if you were to split your non-permanence your permanence your land ramp and your removal yeah. into fifths yep that's a pretty good start yeah and the second card i was even thinking this is whenever you cast an enchantment spell you can get a counter on a creature I don't want to worry about enchantments. No. So don't make gone. an enchantment travel. Gone. Down. Yeah. There is an enchantment, though, now that I'm thinking of. It lets your creatures explore, I believe, when you target them. Mm. So with something like Titan Strength, yeah. if we had that with Agatha and we could continually have her explore, that lets us draw cards or get her counters. Uh, explore is... You look at the top card of your library... And if it's a land, you can put it into your hand. If not, you can reveal it and then put a counter on a creature you control. Mm. Or on a creature that explored. I believe you can choose to either keep the card on top or put it on the bottom. Oh, Maybe yeah. the discard? Or... I think it's to the graveyard. Okay. I don't recall you the second resolution. You can put it back resolution. or put it in the graveyard. I think, I think that's it. Okay. Um, yeah, that'd be sweet if we could make Agatha explore. Although she doesn't really look like an explorer. She's kind of a witch at a cauldron. She's not exploring. I mean, maybe she's exploring her culinary she, options. Does she have a, col- a, a cookbook? Or no, is that she has Anor- a Anor- Anor- Asmar Animar? Oh, I don't know. The super long name? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Agatha does have a cauldron. And okay. last night when I said I know the first card I would add, it's an artifact. <laughs> <laughs> is it the cauldron? But it's Agatha's cauldron. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll get to there. We'll get there. Yeah, so maybe just take a moment. Tell me any cards that spit out at you. Yeah, but so far I'm just going to yet. scroll through. I'm still on the one drops myself. I started at four actually. I'm going to start back. at the bottom, go backwards. I'm going backwards. Okay. Um, her power, right? Yes, it has to be only hers, which is why the creature would have to either buff every other creature, every creature, or one other creature. So rampaging raptor, two colorless, red, red, four, four with trample and haste. And it has two colorless and a red to give it plus two plus O oh until end of turn. To give itself plus two plus O. Oh. And trample, though. It has trample haste. That's pretty good. So with Agatha, it's already costing one less. It'll cost two to give it plus two plus O. Oh. Yep. And then if you can just bump pump red for an extra two damage, especially because it has trample, I would say yes to that. Nice. I'm going to add that to my sideboard. That'll be our first hit. Okay. Do we? So here is a simple one. I don't necessarily care about the first ability, though. Like this is on the level of where I'd keep it more budget related. 
This is says that when it enters the battlefield, put a counter on target creature. That could be Agatha. And each creature you control with a counter on it has trample. Hmm. Her ability gives trample, which makes me think it's a little redundant. Yeah. But, of course, redundancy is important sometimes. Yeah, because you could use it without Agatha, I guess. Exactly. I'd actually pass on that one. And she can't reduce the cost below one. Correct. Uh, that would only be the colorless. So if there is any colored, you could get rid of the colorless, like the raptor you showed. Oh, it just says to less than one mana. Yes. It doesn't mention color. Correct. You can't reduce the mana in that cost that is to less than one. So if it's a seven and a red, yeah. okay, make her an eight eight. Yeah. A seven seven, but you know. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Hmm. We could do equipments. I'm just saying. Equipments would be fun. You but I don't really like equipments personally. Like, like plus two plus zero with no other effects on an equipment is like a two cost equipment with one to equip. It's really cheap. That's true. Isn't and there a bone saw? One and zero plus one plus one? Or is it zero, zero? I think it's a zero cost plus one plus oh. Mm. Like, I would throw bone saw in, and it fits Agatha. She's a witch using a bone saw. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a great idea. If we want to shift a little bit, let's find just activated abilities first, then. I'm being very picky, and this is just for you. <laughs> Thank you. You can be less picky no i think this is good i think we're gonna build we're already on our way to build something incredible <gasps> i found one but it's an artifact that's okay hoof skulkin mm -hmm. is a three cost two two and its activated ability is three target creature gets plus one plus one mm. i could re be reduced to one so, so one cost one plus from... one plus one that's not bad. I think there's other more efficient things. Not quite. Not what I would say no to. Okay. Interesting. Just trying to scroll through quick for activated abilities sometimes. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that enter with counters, and I'm still on that put on target as my key terms. Because the thing with activated abilities, you can't necessarily search for them as easily within yeah. deck builder. I was thinking about that. That's probably the only downside of our method here. But I've currently had two cards, and that's just on the first thing. I'm almost done with my first 122. I got 30 cards left here. Um. Oh, it's got black in its cost. That would have been pretty cool. When this card enters, when this creature enters, you can pay X to give target creature plus X plus O till the end of the turn. Oh yeah, it's pretty good. Here's a Titania to throw back at you. Vigilance, Reach, Trample, Haste. Power and toughness equal to lands you control. Uh, when it enters, return all lands from your grave to the battlefield. Ugh. Activate ability is three and a green. You could get it down to one. Put four counters on target land. It becomes an elemental creature with haste. Cool. I love it. With, uh, with Agatha, you can give all those creatures a buff too. Mm. You're, turn your lands into creatures and I... just swing wide don't know what this costs. It looks like it transforms from something. I only got the transformed half. Oh. I actually would have to look into that a little further. We can look it on um, decked or online in a moment. Titania Gaia Incarnate. If you guys already know what the other side is. And then here's something similar, but I think would be better found in red. This is an ability that's one in a green. Trophy Hunter deals one damage to target oh. creature with flying. Yep. I would want something like that. I would want removal on my activated abilities. Silk Lash Spider has X green 
deals X damage to each creature with flying. Well, so she would reduce that X cost. We just pay a green for Silver whatever Spider's her power is. Silver a five is. drop, but it's a two seven creature, I think, with reach. I don't know if that correlates to activate abilities like it does X cost spells. I would have to look into that. The X cost is an activated ability, right? It, oh, but I'm saying like when you cast an X spell and you have cost reduction, that works. I yes. for some reason in my mind an activated ability would be under a different rule. Let's set. go on the notion that it's the same. Okay, <laughs> then put it in because I think that's sick. You said silk lash spider. I'll probably find it here. Yeah. <gasps> Ooh, because it's green, right? Yeah. Hmm. I'm actually struggling to find a lot of activated abilities with my current search. But I'm almost done with that list, just as an idea of what I'm going through. I did add, I think, four total cards. And then we've been recording for... Doo -doo 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 -doo. Oh, 30 minutes? 40 minutes? I don't know if we're going to finish this. No, i got to be strict. We got this. We got this, guys. We're going to be getting super strict. Not strict. We're going to be super loosey-goosey. Just getting a deck built. Deck built. And honestly, let's be honest. The lands are going to make up most of the cards. We don't need to find too many here. There's another Walker of the Wild with an activated ability to put X counters on target land you control. Which actually is parallel to Titania if we do like a lands thing. Which would be very cool. Oh, snap. Scotty, I got an idea! Okay, so from my list I just did there, I added five cards personally, and that was using put on target. But you know what I'm going to do here? I'm going to tell Scott this, but you're going to know it first. Oh, he just got here. Ready for this? What'd you find? Think about how many activated abilities are on lands. Creatures. I understand. Okay, I'm thinking about it. A lot, yes? Yeah. There's a lot of cards, like Titania and three more I just glossed over, that turn lands into, into creatures. creatures. <gasps> Agatha's Vile Cauldron is turning lands into creatures that overrun you with their cheap activated abilities. Nah, that sounds, you could get the, a lot of the man lands. Those activations are sometimes cheap themselves. You couldn't necessarily... But like if you make them a land, maybe you have another activated ability. That's just spitballing. Mm -hmm. But there is an enchantment that makes all lands two two creatures. There's another one that I think makes them all one ones. Uh, Nisa Nisa World Waker makes your lands into four fours. Yep. We could make Nisa into this. Whoa. Yeah. So I'm gonna change mine and say um, become lands as my cards mm -hmm. as my thing. Or become creatures. Ah, uh, become creature. Yeah. And I'm going to see what comes up. I'm going to do red, uh, colorless, and green so it's broad enough. And we've got 18 cards. Let's get rid of the cost restriction. 31 cards that say become creature. Okay. I'll have to see how many. Oh, I have to include land. Land become creature. Let's be more picky. Land become creature. Five cards total. Is Nisa in there? Um, I would have to look at the wording because she isn't right now. I'll look up Nisa for you and get the wording. Okay. There is the Vastwood Seer in addition to some other Nissas. Nisa, Nissa. Mm-hmm. Um, and she lets you untap six targets with her alt to become six sixes. Otherwise, that's not too much. 
However, there are two landfall creatures, Embodiment of Fury and Embodiment of Insight, that say land creatures you control have Vigilance and Trample, respectively. Oh, nice. So I don't think we need the Trample. That's going to be redundant. But there's the Embodiment of Insight. It's a Vigilance 4-4. Land creatures you control have Vigilance. Nice. And Landfall, whenever land enters the battlefield under control, you may have target land you control become a 3-3 elemental creature. Period? Not until end of turn? Until end of turn. Oh, okay. But still... And with haste and trample and plus one plus one from Agatha, mm-hmm. I like that. It's unique. Yeah. So now I want to see how many. How, how are you going to look up how Nissa's worded? Yep. Um, and this is Nisa World Waker. Plus one target land you control becomes a four four with trample. Uh, period. So oh. Nisa's plus one's permanently makes a land into a creature. Nice. Then her other plus one is untapped for forest, and her minus seven is search for any number of basic land cards, put them into play, shuffle. Those lands become four four elemental creatures with trampled. They're still lands. That's pretty good. So let me... Oh, man, we would almost have to run all the Nisas here. So I'm going to type land becomes a creature... And I'm actually going to get rid of the... Cre- oh, that's my problem. I still had creature as the main um, limiter. Oh. I had to get rid of that type within this application. So now I've got just over 100 cards. Nice. Until end of turn, target land is a 3-3. That's still a land. Animate land. One cost. These are the types of cards I want looking for. Now, that's an idea after going through a couple things. Not necessarily... Brewing Agatha herself, though she's going to be the star, it's still a unique idea that can give me a lot of slotted ideas. Like, oh, I'm going to choose all the best green-red activated lands. Right. That's an awesome thing that still isn't done too often. Yeah. I'm going to have to see how else to make them lands. I'm going to actually put animate land in there just in case. Like, it's a one cost to make it a land, and then maybe it's got an awesome ability for cheap. So you want you want to do? I just typed in red, green, colorless only, and typed in activated abilities. The words activated and abilities, and it gets me thirty nine cards, including Agatha. Okay. I'm gonna look for anything else that might affect activated abilities. Copy activated abilities. Reduce. Search um, for. Psionic resonator. Is that a three cost? It's a three cost tap. Two and a tap to copy. Sorry, activate ability. I'm an OP. I don't see it. Um, maybe I'm just thinking of a different one. Uh, I typed in activated abilities. Maybe it's activated ability. True. So let me just go through this now. With my first search, Scott, I added six cards. And right now I have seven total with the animate land. Okay. And we'll go from there. But I think we've got an idea that thinks, makes me think, too, we should get about 40 lands. Mm-hmm. Maybe even higher, depending. But we'll have to see what our supporting cast is. Yeah. And then our land searches become even more useful. Yes. And so let's, I think that can solidify the idea that artifacts are not necessary in the deck. Hmm. Okay. So, let me go back to my list. I'm looking for anything that makes a land into a creature. Nisu Shakes the World is already on. I'm going backwards on mm. this one. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, okay, here's just a good card for the deck. It's Weaver of Harmony. This is, this is perfect. It's colorless green, 2-2, two, two, 
other oh read the whole card first <laughs> other enchantment creatures you control get plus one plus one ah but then it has a green tap copy target activated or triggered ability you control that's pretty good from an enchantment Ooh, uh um now we're getting to some really cool things with lands where we have thespian stage can copy lands and we could get a duplicated activated abilities that might well actually that'd be redundant because if we're just paying the same activated ability i'm still thinking here look at this uh a w instant five cost put nine counters on target land it becomes a legendary elemental creature with haste oh nice with named v2 gazi <laughs> that's sick yeah. oh this is perfect this avoiker of the wilds i actually already added it that's funny x and two green Put X counters on a land you control, oh, it becomes a land. Perfect. And we're assuming that a reduced cost applies to the X. It, I, has, it has to. We'll have to look into that. I, I don't know for sure. I choose X to be three. Okay, Agatha reduces it by three. I think that's how it works. But again, I don't know. It's the same with X spells. I, I have to. I have to believe it. Okay. Now the question is how... I have to see what kind of permanent land changes there are. Not just necessarily um, one-time use, like an incident or sorcery. Yeah. Like, that's what the last one I mentioned, that was nine counters. Yep. Uh, how do you feel about Illusionist Bracers? It is an artifact, but whenever an ability of equipped creatures activated, if it isn't mana, it's copied. That would be plus two, plus two. Oh, that would be depending. Oh, any we would activated have to be, equipped yeah. creature. If we're doing... If we're doing it on lands, we would just have to be careful with the until end of turns. It would fall off, mm. which is why the permanent land creation would be better. I would so I would say yes board. right now. Yeah. I was trying to. I just checked the uh, how much time we took to get to here. Yeah. We're already an hour in. <laughs> but we're. I think we had a. We were able to get a good deck idea now yeah. after going through our first little insights, and I've got ten cards on my side. So let's see. Do, 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 do. Too many five hey, drops. Hey, have I you heard of Liege of the Tangle? Yeah, that rings a hell, of, a hell of a bell. This is the card. This is the biggest explosion for this land, man land, Agatha Cauldron. Okay. Six green green, eight eight with trample. When it deals combat damage to a player, you may choose any number of target lands you control and put an awakening counter on each of them. Each of those lands is an 8-8 eight, eight green elemental creature for as long as it has the awakening counter on it and there's still lands. Perfect. That's awesome. Add it. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about the uh, enchant land creature? Oh, I that's actually awesome because I've always wanted to try them. Cause Cause this, green is a, this is a four cost that makes your land into a 7-7 seven, seven with haste. Yeah. And then if, if you have the activated ability of the creature added... With a reduction, boom. Okay. Agatha gives a trample. Awaken the Ancient is in. Dope. <laughs> this is one I would be questioned on, and I'll ask you. So this is just an eight colorless ability. We could get it down to one yep. to do the following. Untar untap target land. It becomes an 8-8 eight, eight with trample until end of turn and haste. Is it a tap ability? Nope. Just one. <sighs> I mean, if that costs one, right? You could you could win on that condition. Added it. Yeah, I like that. I think landfall. I think we're going to be able to utilize landfall as well. Yeah, landfall um, easy. 
Anim- Animus Awakening has never seen a better deck than this land-heavy beast. Very true. Put, I would put that in there. If there are two or more instant sorcery cards in your graveyard, you untap those lands. Yeah, that's so good. Oh. <laughs> All right, I have searched for everything in Awaken. Right now, my deck list has nine. I've added nine cards. Okay. And I'm going down to eight because I'm going to get rid of this. Yeah. Reconfigure Ogrehead. Um, I'm halfway through my list of 111 with specifically making things lands or creatures. Making lands creatures. Okay. And I'm at the point where I'm at the, all the two drops and they're all one time uses, which really sucks. So I think I'm going to be able to get away or rid of a lot of those and make sure that our low cost cards are reserved for rampant removal. Rampant removal. Um, I am typing in lands have. The term lands have. Oh, Lands okay. have vigilance, lands have first strike, lands have haste. Yeah, if I could maybe nudge you before doing that, because mm-hmm. I think... There's only 29. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Bootlegger stash? Yeah, yep, yep. Because um, I would want to make sure we have a good chunk of activated abilities. It the might, lands. It might be that we don't need to make the whole deck lands. It could be that each no. land you make is scary. Yeah. You're making a man land a turn, but that land is a 15-15 with trample. Oh no, you destroyed one of my lands. Next turn, I'll have another 15-15 with trample. Sure. Instead of happen. instead of risking your whole creature board being lands that get wiped out. Oh, I see. You're making can... one huge land at a time. So then from there... I think we would want more specific creatures become lands. But the problem then is if we're basing her entire use, Agatha's use, to making our activated lands free, mm-hmm. in a sense, um, I'd, we would need them to be creatures. Yeah. That's where that comes from. Yeah. But we could, from what you're saying, we could at least limit the amount of cards that are all. Yeah. We don't need to make all our lands creatures. We could just make some. The ones that make them all could be game ending. Mm-hmm. Um, in a two color deck, how do you feel about one land type gaining a benefit? For example, whenever you tap a forest, add an additional green. Um, I think that's not bad because we could always do something like Cradle, Cradle of Yavimaya. Mm. What is Cradle of Yavimaya? Or Yavimaya. Uh, oh, all lands are forests in addition. Boom. Duh. Boom. I'm going to swing with a 2020 Cradle of Yavimaya. <laughs> oh. Okay. I, this might be strange. Layer of the Hydra. If you control two or more other lands, Layer of the Hydra enters the battlefield tap, taps for green, X and a green. Until end of turn, Layer of the Hydra becomes an XX green Hydra creature. It's still a land. X can't be zero. Pay to make it a 1-1. One, one. Mm-hmm. And then with Agatha, pay one more. Make it a 10-10. What? You, it's not a creature yet, so you'd have to activate it itself. But we could make X1. Uh-huh. Pay two to make it a creature. Okay. Agatha would reduce the cost then now that it is a creature. It would still have that ability on it. Oh, my goodness. And then if we have perfect. Agatha super big. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. Perfect. How do you uh, how do you just, how do you feel about Crucible of Worlds in this deck? Close to necessary, but that's more of a um, or like Scape Shift. 
Not a, not as necessary. This is not a pure landfall deck. This is not pure landfall. But I would want ways to get my lands back. That's what I would want. So like splendid reclamation. Okay. It's more important than scape shift. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and I have officially gone through that list, I believe. I just got 10, but they're all lands, and I don't think they're going to give us what we want. Yeah, that's not going to give us what we How want. How many X spells do you want? Because here's Nexos. is a 2 cost 2-2. Two, two. That's a creature. Uh, it says basic lands you control have tap, add 2 colorless, spend only on X. No, I'm out. Changed my own mind there. Okay. I want to start typing in what I have into Tapped Out, and I want you to, um, basically, if you, whenever you're ready, I want to have see a list of where we're at now. Yeah. In terms of curve. Yeah. And then after this, if I can put you on land duty. Yeah. Uh, we'll need ramp, which I think is going to be the bread and butter. We can even do twenty ramp cards, really. If we're looking for activated abilities of certain things. There's 290 cards in red, green, and colorless that say search for land. That's a lot. Okay. So then... I'm not going to do... I can uh, disregard the types. Yeah. I didn't find any red a lot in that. So right now we're very green heavy, which is fine. I'm not too worried about that. A lot of our burn and X, uh, interesting activated abilities could the, also be regular-ass creatures. The raptor that I found uh, that had the plus two plus oh and it has trample and haste yes that'll work is it worth casting something like reshape the earth for nine it costs nine to search your library for 10 land cards and put them onto your battlefield tapped i don't think so i think we have a uh, enough um low cost ramp cards that could technically get any any land really that we don't need to get suddenly 10 of them yeah Unless we know immediately we can win with that. Yeah, you'd have to be able to untap. Well, there's cards that untap your lands. True. Uh, quite a there's, bit. There's probably a bunch of ways, but right now in the preliminary building, I have no idea. Yeah. And I just found the other side of Titania. It says it's a 3-4 with reach. When one or more land cards are put into your graveyard from anywhere, you gain two life. And at the beginning of your upkeep, if there are four more lands in your grave and you own both... Oh, it's a meld card? It is a meld card. Oh. So we'd have to have her and then a land named Argoth Sanctum of Nature. Well, we have a lot of specific land search cards. That's not Argoth. just a... Argoth Sanctum of Nature. It's got an activated ability. Enter the battlefield tapped unless you control a legendary green creature. Tap for green. Two green green. And a tap, create a 2-2 two, two green bear creature token, then mill three cards. Huh. That's not bad. I could put that in my bear deck. You absolutely could. A land that makes bears? It also would cost two green to tap it and make a 2-2 two, two bear. If it was a creature. If it... Oh, that's right. Yeah, if it was a creature. Mm, that seems a little too hard to get the yeah. melt creature with that. Right, we're going to nix that, which is great. I'll get her off of the list. So I have cursorily am adding 17 cards... And mine are mostly based off of buffing Agatha and making lands into creatures. That's what my current cards I have are. Yeah. How so. many, um, realistically speaking, how many lands do you think this deck has? I think 40 is a 
pretty good number. I think four is a good number. Holy buckets. I haven't seen Realm Seeker since college, but it's perfect for this deck. Six cost, zero, zero, that enters with X plus one counters, where X is the total number of cards in all players' hands. And two in a green. So you're going to do it for a green with Agatha. Remove a counter from this and search your library for a land card. Reveal it. Oh, put it into your hand. Dang it. That's not bad. You wanted it into play? Yeah. So with the cards I've added right now, our average CMC is about three. It's not bad. And I've added... Bloop, 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 bloop. Oh, where's my more info? Oh, I've got to ask for that to be included. Do you want to put Primeval Titan in since it's been unbanned? It's been unbanned. Mm-hmm. It's not that good. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we're not the ones breaking it. We're not blinking Primeval Titan. We're playing it and then only attacking with it once per turn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure. Sick. All right, so I'm doing lands, and I'm going to look at produces red, green, colorless, or any, because sometimes when it's of any color, it can still be put into your deck. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's only red, green, colorless only. And this is going to take a while because i got to look for activated abilities. But there's 300 cards there. So I'm going to just scroll to the bottom. And I'm looking for activate abilities. Oh, there's a Yabby Mile Cradle of Growth. Which is going to be, an, I think, like an auto-include. Yeah, I'm trying to see um, if there's any, like, bomb-activated abilities. And I know it's not a lot, but I know there are. Yeah. Right? Well, and that's the thing with the 99. You only want two or three of them to really just be like, holy shit, that's the perfect card right now. Mm-hmm. And even if I if I see stomping grounds, I'm gonna add it. Yeah, you know. Uh, what's the green? Is that the green red fetch? Uh, what's the green red fetch? Wooded foothills. No, that's green white. Oh yeah, no, that's windswept heath. What did you say? Wooded foothills. I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. I started forgetting them. That's okay. Um, what do you think about this? Rampant Rejuvenator is three in a green. Plant Hydra, zero, zero, enters with two plus one counters. When it dies, search your library for up to X basic land cards where X is its power and put them onto the battlefield. Untapped. Oh, that's then, pretty good. Then shuffle. You say basics, though? Basics. This is why I'm asking about, because most ramp is for basics. Yeah. Well, I don't think it'd be too hard to make the basic count higher. Yeah. It's interesting to try and look for activated ability. I wonder if there is a easier file somewhere I might be able to locate. That'd be interesting. Oh, how mean. Uh, do you know Monvuli Mon Acid Moss? No, but I've heard the Mon heard Monvuli. Monvuli Beast Tracker. Two colorless, green, green. Destroy target land. Search your library for a forest card and put that card into play tapped. Mm. Shuffle. But it costs four. Do you want to destroy a land for four and get a land? No, not really. Okay. That's kind of how I felt. It was like, meh. 
I'm not finding a lot of activated abilities. I feel like I might have to change my wording in my search. But I feel like I should have been able to find all the lands that would fit the deck with my criteria I had. Watch, I'll get to like the last 50 cards and there'll be like It'll be 10 banger bombs. After banger. Yeah. So I went backwards. I'm at 169 from 319. I'm at 189 out of 251. Okay. Ugh, there are so many cards that are good until they say accept or once per turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Here's a simple example with Myron the Moaning Well. This is a little more niche, but it gains you life off of a land ability. Mm. And say we make Agatha super big. We could pay one as an out mm -hmm. and just sack her. Yeah. Uh, or our other land that's 15-15. Uh, I think the draw should be uh, activated ability draw. Mm. It should just be creatures that draw. Okay. Because Agatha's going to make them cheaper. Yes, that's a good idea. And I know there's one. I'm pretty sure there's one that has um, like a colorless ability that says, like, deals seven damage. Right. Little things thinking, like that. Uh, something like Slate of Ancestry. I know you're saying... Oh, you got one? <laughs> yeah. Let's hear it. Kessig Wolf Run. Oh, duh. X, red, green. green. Target creature gets plus X, plus O. Yeah. And gains trample. Yep. Love it. That could just be... Oh, by the way, we're going to pump debt 10 free mana here and get an extra 10 commander in. It'd cost two, essentially, to keep doubling Agatha's power. You do have to tap it. Oh, okay. Right. That's another thing. We need that card that untaps lands. We would, yeah. There's, think, there's a couple. We would need a few. What sucks is that those are technically super high power because lands are your mana. Yeah. But we're using them for vigilance. Yeah. In a sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whoa, what do you think of this card? Celebrate the Harvest is three and a green sorcery. Search your library for up to X basic land cards where X is the number of different powers among creatures you control. Power zero, power one, power two, power three. For four. That's not bad at all. I feel like you're if you have two creatures on, you're likely to at least get two lands out of it. Yeah. I would agree. I think that is a solid choice. See, and here would I'm getting to a mindset where I'm starting to feel like the idea is not the main idea still. I think we would have to flavor the lands in this capacity to make it work like we want to. Because I'm not finding a lot of activated abilities. Yeah, that's kind of what I was saying is maybe not do mass, cre mass land creature, but land creature as a... Uh, a sub theme. Yeah. More right. Okay, okay. Alright, I finished going through all the ramp cards and have added way too many because the deck is now at 31 from me. And I think Alex added 20, so we're at 50 without lands. Or maybe he added lands. Don't quite remember. So we'll have to drop some of these, I think. But that should be pretty easy to do. I think I'm at a point where I have to do creatures only. And we're going to do draw. 
gives you 350 cards, but if you just go to activated abilities, that's discarding cards. Um, draw a card, activate only once. That's not going to work. <laughs> you want to take a guess where I'm at after ramps? Like how many cards you have on How many list? cards are in my, my deck list? Oh, 30. Nice, 32. Uh -huh. um, I think the creatures are pretty freaking good. Okay. Uh, I have the Liege of Tangle, of the Tangle, which is the mass 8-8 eight, eight land creation mm -hmm. for 8. And I think that's pretty solid because then with Agatha, you can give them haste and trample. That's a game-ending move. That's pretty good. Okay. What I want to do now, I'm going to add my lands that I added. And then if you don't mind, I can give you mine to search. I can enter what you have here. Oh, sure. And then we can have the summary in front of us. Oh, I like that. That's a that's a good strat. All right. So I'm going to finish. Let me redo my ramp here because I have, I think, too many ramp cards. That's all right. I can even. And I actually have to use the bathroom as well. I've been chugging water. And here comes a maybe. It's a little puppy. What's up, puppy? Oh, hi, hi, baby. Hi, hi baby. Oh, oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, she loves you so much. Oh, doggy. Cool. You guys are going to listen to the cards I'm adding for lands. Nothing. Cr Ow. Oh, ho, ho. Funny bone. Oh, that was like the perfect little socket. The entire pinky fell asleep in an instant. Oh. You get to hear me suffer. Oh, man. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right, welcome back. I'm going to be going through the lands here. I've got the Arch of Arcaza. It's five and a tap to draw a card actress only if you have the city's blessing. My thought process with this card is that, similar to the one I mentioned earlier, if you can use it once a turn, two of our lands giving us a card draw for either free or one mana, Two mana for two cards every turn within the turn order. That's not bad. It's a matter of consistency more than bombs in my idea. In my mind, at least. So, Arch of Orazka. Orazka. Well, right now we're at 80 cards with an average CMC of 355. Oh, it's a little pricey. It's a little, a little bit pricey. We're on the top heavy end of five and six. So I can actually, if you don't mind me going through this and cutting all six costs... Uh, I have a question for you. Yeah. Does waste have to be produced by a colorless only source? Uh, oh, this is, this is blue. Never mind. But the question stands. Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't remember. I always thought you did. And then there was a time where I thought you didn't. And then they made like anything. Or no, because they made like a soul ring. They made a lot of the artifacts that produce colorless count as the waste symbol. Which is why I ended up getting confuzzled on if it really mattered or not. I don't think it does. If it produces colorless, you can pay for that. But it has to be only colorless. It can't be a color. Yeah. It has to be only colorless. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about this Vindictive Flame Stoker? One red, one two. Whenever you cast a non-creature, it gets an oil counter. Six and a red. Sack it, discard your hand, draw four, and the ability costs one less for each oil counter on it. Uh... Interesting. This card in your hand, draw four. Yep. I'm looking at that's Agatha. Pretty, yeah, that's pretty good. 
I'm looking at Agatha to get that down. Yeah. Because if the, we don't at that point we don't care about the oil counters. Right. We're no. just gonna discard our hand and draw four. Yes. Even if we're at zero land hand, cards at hand. That'd be the ideal situation. Yep. Okay. I like that a lot. Uh, let's see. We're currently at 75 cards. That is all lands included. The rest, I think, should be for removal. Uh, maybe a little bit more creature supplements. Maybe a wipe or two. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically non-land wipes. Perhaps non-creature wipes. For example, uh, Blasphemous Act, I wouldn't want. Right. It wouldn't work well. I mean, could, but eh, I wouldn't. But that's not bad. Let's see what's what's our time at. Ooh, what do you think our time is at? Hour forty. Hour fifty-eight. Okay. I, I wanted to build a deck in two hours, and I think we're just about there. So, what are you working on right now? I'm looking at draw. Okay. In red and green, and I'm only choosing creatures because I want to find creatures that have activated abilities to draw cards. Yeah, I want to look for that creature I knew exists that's red with that deal damage to activated ability. Dang, what is the name of that creature? All right, we're going to do red type creature only deal damage. Let me see what we come up with. 85. I can go with that pretty quick. Heck, maybe I'll find an even better activated ability as I go through this. Or it might have, what if it was a, wasn't even a creature I'm thinking of? I'm just brain farting. Could have been like an enchantment or an yeah. artifact. And once we add the cards that we know, we're almost to the point where I'm building oppositely not going over and whittling down when i'd really round it out with just the edh wreck yeah that's kind of been like my saving grace at the end of this well if actually if we're almost to that point i would suggest um adding like burgeoning yeah and whatever the other one is that says you can play an extra land per turn okay and then whatever untaps your lands Okay. Extra. Yeah. Uh, Seaborn Muse is the easiest way to do that. There's a couple other. Did you add Deepwood to... Denizen to our list? No. What do you think? That's decent. You have to tap it. Yeah. You put another one in the tap, and you're like, oh, you can do it multiple times. I am. <laughs> I did. I did. I'm only arguing the way you did. Fact. Hmm. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like doing a one tap per turn unless you're going to untap it. But this isn't an untappy tappy tappy tum untap deck. This is not a tappy tap to untap deck. Okay, I'm unable to find the activated ability I was looking for, which is a little disappointing. I'm wondering how it's worded. Okay, but knowing that we are as this close, let's try and start putting a cap on this Ooh. deck. Do you want to throw something like Magus in there? Mm. It'll cost one less. <laughs> <laughs> we could as a draw, sure. Just to put a draw in there, almost fill the slot. So let me go down here. We're going to do one burgeoning. One Exploration. Uh, crucible of Worlds. Crucible. Um, Magus of the Wheel. 
And was there anything? Untap. Seaboard Muse is the easiest thing to quickly s slot in there. Uh, Vindictive Flame Stoker. Top. Oh, yes. Vindictive. Vindic. V I N D I C T I V. Yes. Flame Stoker? Yes. Um, have we moved beyond the need for this Green Sleeves Marrow Sorcerer? I mean, it's good. It's really good. Um, it gives you a lot of creatures. Yeah. Which, and we're going to play a lot of lands. Uh, oh. We want a lot. We want a lot yeah, plus one, plus one in haste and trample. Plus one, plus one Yeah, so gr Green Sleeves, comma, Marrow Sorcerer. Plus, she kind of works with the witch theme. Would you mind spelling it out for me? Green sleeves is green and sleeves. One moment. Green sleeves. Comma. M-A-R-O dash sorcerer. Dash. Boop. All right. Well, let's see. Would you be opposed to me scrolling through EDH right now? No. Okay. I think I think uh, like you said before, we got to a point where we've really fleshed out a main idea, mm -hmm. got a lot of support for that idea, and now we're just missing some of the big filler c components. Yeah, oh that's fun. And's wrong. The Quake Mole. He came out in the most recent set. When it becomes blocked, untap each creature you control. After this combat, there's an additional, and you can pay three red, red, green, green, seven total, possibly four that it must be blocked each combat this turn if able. It's mm. an 8-4. Must be blocked by one creature, but I guess it's still... It's pseudo-removal. Pseudo -removal. I like it. This is kind of a unique deck anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is the example I was talking about. So Seeker of Sunlight's a one-drop with an activated ability to explore. That lets you draw cards or get it counters. Oh, Perfect. Add it. See, that's the type of thing I was trying to look for, but sometimes our wording with deck builder isn't always perfect. It's not quite but right. But I like starting the process that way. It makes the deck feel a lot more like mine. More so. Especially with how much how homogenous a lot of decks can be these days. Yeah. That's why I was asking you about how you feel about auto includes like Soul Ring, Arcane Signet. Yeah. It goes in every deck. Oh, and here's an example I wanted Balls Invoker. Eight colorless to deal four damage to each opponent. Perfect. Let's make that cost one. Okay. Ooh, this is kind of feels cheap, but Magus of the Candelabra has an X in attack to untap X lands. You could just, for free in a sense, untap however many lands you have as her power. Wait, it says X to untap X lands? X in attack, untap X lands. So with Agatha... If she's an 8-8, eight, eight, oh, I'll tap it and untap 8 lands. Yes. Which makes me think that your have theory we, works. Have we still got ways to make Agatha stronger other than her own ability? Or are we using I've her? Added, yeah, I did like the first 10 cards I did. Okay. Um, though I think that's a good point. I'll make sure that in this EDA trick, I'll take, pick, pick another 2 or 3. Yeah. Um, so uh, but yeah, I like that X-tap untap. That's great. I... I wouldn't want it because I don't. I just don't like the card. Yeah, it's fair. That's about it, though. That's my only reason. 
I mean, it's ramp, and if we're already going to have a shit ton of lands, then we don't, right. it's we don't redundant really at that need point. ramp right now. It's a win more at that point. Valakut Invoker is in a cost-activated ability to do three damage to any target. Perfect. We should add that one, too. Do you want to add Mana Reflection? Mana Reflection... Probably, maybe, I don't know. Or Nick, uh, the blooming tree. What's Nykthos, the tree? Nykthos Shrine of Nyx? No. I don't know. Uh, Nyx Bloom Ancient? Nyx Bloom Ancient, thanks. Mm, we can. We were at 85. I've currently added 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 from EDH Rec. Oh, and here's the Cauldron. Oh, Cauldron's a $58 card. How good is it? Um. Is this is this activated or triggered? Triggered. Shoot. It's good though. Hmm. It says whenever one or more creatures you control fight or become blocked, draw a card. Four cost three three. And at the beginning of combat on your turn, you can pay two and a red slash green if you do double target creature's power until the end of turn. And that creature must be blocked if able. That's not bad. You had mentioned earlier uh, Rhythm of the Wild. It, I didn't realize also your creature spells can't be countered. Oh, I, in, didn't know it in also addition, had, I didn't know it also had that printed on it. Yeah. In addition, all your non-token creatures have Riot, which is the counter or haste of your choice. Yeah, I think that's an... I, that's, a great card for the deck. Okay. What do you think of this Nyeth of the Dire Hunt? It doesn't really fit the theme. What did you do? Uh, that's the 3-3 three, three, that whenever a creature you control that's blocked, you draw a card, and at combat you can pay 3 to double a creature's power, and then it must be blocked this combat if able. I see, I see. Um, I'm okay without it. I really am. Uh, are you really? Yes. <laughs> Untap target land you control. You can <laughs> 80 on travel until it's turn. Uh, you know what I actually would like instead is um, momentous downfall. Oh, uh, hunter's hunter's prowess. I think I saw that up there. You want that? Yes. I love Isn't that, that based off of power? Okay, I thought it was based off of counters. Let me make sure. Oh, it may be. Oh, I saw hunter's insight. No, that's like a auto and choose target creature you control. Whenever that creature deals combat damage to a player or planeswalker this turn, draw that many. That's good too. And we're giving and we're giving him um, trample. I do think. You, do you remember uh, what prowess does though? It, I, it's a sack. It's a sack draw. Okay. At instant speed. Okay. Okay. Well, I think that about gives it a hundred. And then we haven't done anything with artifacts. We wanted not to, just to make it simple. Oh, there's a lot of cool new cards, though. So right now, with the jank level included of quickly putting this together, I'd guess what? Oh. Uh, six, power six? I th Sorry uh, to interrupt you yeah, at your power six. I agree it's probably about a power six. This isn't, you no. know, your CEDH. No, Hunter's no, no. Prowess is five cost sorcery. Until end of turn, target creature gets plus three, plus three, gains trample, which is redundant because Agatha does the trample. And whenever this creature deals combat damage to a player, draw that many cards. Okay, that's pretty good. Hunter's Insight is similar. It is. It doesn't give them the trample, but it's instant, so you can do it to whichever creature doesn't get blocked. 
but this gives it trample on its own. I see. And plus three, plus three. Yeah. I think that would be better if Agatha didn't give us trample. Yeah. Agatha gives us trample. But it's plus three, plus three. And you draw cards equal to damage. Yeah. All right. Hunter's Insight then is better. All right. And then last thing I want to throw you instant. is Sylvan Library. It's just a... Okay. All right. Great. I love it, but I'm just going back on you saying it's too good. Uh, Civil Library is like the best green draw card in the game. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, Wilderness Reclamation is a four cost on top of all lands. And Bear Umbra is when you attack on top of all lands. Do you have a preference on either of those? Otherwise, I think I'm going to call. All right. And that puts us at 100 cards. Ew, that's a deck. 3.31 CMC. Oh, that's pretty good. We have a lot of three drops. Yep. Um, it's actually stakingly high, three drops, with like 20-something. So, very interesting. We do have an, one eight drop, one seven drop, two six drops, ten five drops, and ten four drops. Mm. What's nice with the threes for me is you can pair them with twos and fours. Yes. Yes, you can. Cool. We ended this with 27 creatures, 36 lands, 16 sorceries, 7 instants, 3 planeswalkers, 2 artifacts, and 9 in You said no artifacts. I got you with 2. You did get me with 2. <laughs> that was just because we ended up being so land heavy. Honestly, yeah. I think we ended up straying away from that where I might get rid of it. I would actually drop Crucible. You would drop Crucible. I don't think we need it anymore. Yeah. So then, let's. what was the last card you told me you wanted? Hunt. Oh, we could put Sylvan Library in there because it's good. Nah, you want draw draw. Okay, Sylvan Library. Either that or we put the Hunter's Prowess in because it's thematic for okay, the trample Sylvan and the Library attack. Sylvan Library will be our last card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how, how many uh, green cards do we have in this 100-card deck? We are 75% green. I'm sorry, 73% green Ayo. and 26% red. Nice. Um. I think we easily could have gotten more red if we focused on the creatures a lot more. Yeah. I would easily swap out a few of them. And even if you were to look where our red cards are, our red cards are in the green. Or, I'm sorry, are in the creatures. Yeah. I'm also, like, the least red player. Mm -hmm. I'm actually building a mono red deck right now just to flesh out how much red I use. Yeah, it looks like we have just over one, two, a lot of weird ramp. Which I really appreciate, actually. Mm -hmm. The deck comes out to 1.9k. It's probably because I have Taiga in there. How much is Taiga worth? Yeah, Taiga alone is worth 800 bucks. Eight, wait, number doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's looks like, like 500. It's a couple numbers overlapping, but that's uh, a quarter of the deck budget already. And then Wheel of Fortune would also be way too much. Well, especially because it's the version that's expensive. It's true. Is it alpha or beta? Wheel of Fortune oh, is robust. another 300 version or $300. So two cards is half of the deck cost online. We like to print our magic, so we just don't give a crap. Uh, uh, there's definitely a few others that would put that up there. I'd be curious to play it. Dang, you can play test? Oh. Ooh, are those our mountains? Yeah. Those are sick. I don't. I would like. I don't like this hand. I'd want them all again. This hand is trash. We have 37, 36 lands. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's. We should have had two. We missed another one. Uh, you know what? I see here already. We don't. Ha we actually have a lot of colorless lands. 
because of their abilities, oh. that would mess us up a lot. Yeah. Could drop could drop quite a few of them since that land build became a little more, not back burner, but less primary. Right. Exactly. So even just knowing that, like you can get your quick list and there's no way this is close to done, but it is complete. What are you talking about? This is so close to done. In terms of fine tuning, that process is infinite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True though. Yeah, so let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, we got eleven colorless lands. I think we should make that like three. Six. Yeah. Yeah. At least cut it in half. Exactly. Minimum. Uh, Wolf Wolfron was really good. Uh, you know what we could do then there? Let's give it a bunch of mountains and forests. Get rid of what was this? I would keep maybe like. Do you still have Blink Moth in there? No. Oh, you took it out. I'm gonna get rid of Arch of Arcaza. I'm gonna get rid of. Blah blah blah. Roll a D10. Put target artifact, creature, or planeswalker into its owner's library just beneath the top X cards. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Uh, wasteland. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's that's cool. legit. So then I think why well, I just get rid of. I can go like this. I'll go like. That do a quick refresh. See where we're at. Yeah, boom. So that will help a lot with the land draw immediately. Let's go to another play test. Boom. Taiga, Wooded Foothills, and Prime Time in hand. Oh, there's a one drop and a three oh, drop. Oh, and that one drop is gonna give us a new hand. Yeah, and we can get Agatha out turn two, and boom, we can use our ability. That's actually pretty good, especially since we're already can't be countered. Like that's a and she hand. has haste and a plus one plus one. Yeah, so here our opening hand was prime time, wooded foothills and taiga. Uh, crawling barrens is a interesting land. We got Renan seven the planeswalker which costs five. The one drop Scott wanted to really get which is the invictive, vindictive flame stoker, and rhythm of the wild. Your creatures can't be countered and they all have riot. That's mm. pretty awesome. Yeah. I'd say that's pretty solid. If you want to go ahead and click a couple more random hands, I feel like or not. Yeah. I feel like um, Ren Ren might actually need to get cut. Ren would get cut. It was a lot more land focused. It was it was a zero ability to put four lands into play. Put any number of land cards from your hand onto the battlefield tapped. Oh, but it is. Oh no, it could stay because the plus one is to draw a bunch of lands. There you go. And then if it survives a turn, how do I draw? Uh, you can just click and drag. Uh, that's three, and then we're not doing anything. Uh, can you not activate the flame dude? He's going to cost... Oh, it costs seven total. Okay. Yeah. So then it would cost six just with Agatha on the field. Yeah. And you mentioned it earlier about buffing her. With Rhythm of the Wild, we could have given her a counter off the bat. Yeah, so she's at two. Mm -hmm. I like the tactile feel of this mouse. This is a nice mouse. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, Turn three is dead. I would have played a little bit. I would have played Crawling Barons and activated it. Or no, I couldn't have because it cost four to activate. Dang. Until end of turn. But you at least can put the... The counters can stack. Yeah. And you can tap itself. So that's what you're going to do now. 
Mm-hmm. This becomes a creature. That's cool. With two counters. With two counters. Then you go back. You draw a card. Valakut. I would actually instead play my Renin 7. And I would do the plus one to reveal the top four. Oh, no. This, is, this isn't good enough. This Ren isn't strong enough, I don't think. No. Well, then that would That's be... That's what the playtest is. That can be cutting. Look at that. Uh, with Ren's plus one, you get one forest. Mm. Yeah, we actually didn't cut as much of the landfall focus yeah. once we shifted. I think the land piece is really cool. useful and cool and shouldn't leave the deck, but it shouldn't be as strong as we left yeah. it. I would have loved, though, if we could have just made that the deck. Ugh. Yeah. Oodles. And then you draw a card, you play a land. What does this guy do? Partner with... Ooh, partner. Do we have this partner in the deck? No, he's black. Oh. Actually, I was thinking about cutting that, too. Yeah, that could go, too. This is why you play test, folks. A couple of cards that just don't quite make the cut. And let's be honest. When we're deck building, how long, how much time do you put into your list? Yeah. Before you print it. I build for months. Yeah. I'm running through every scenario, the play style of the people I'm playing with, the decks that I'm running into. Like, I also play uh, Pokemon Online the same way, where you have to know what the good stuff is that you're going to run into, mm-hmm. and you have to counter all of it, and then implement your strategy. Yeah. I was playing Brago with Mom yesterday, twice. And in both games, Brago waits and then wins. It's a control deck in that I'm usually going second, reacting to your stuff. And then once I've gotten to a point where I've stopped you from hitting your target, then I can overwhelm you with 85-1-1 spirits. Mm-hmm. And it worked. It was turn. I think I won turn 8 and turn 9, which is... Decent. That's pretty good. I wouldn't even. I would even call that. That's still mid game. Mm. I'd say that's a mid game. Yeah, Brago's also one of my better decks. True. I think he's one of our most consistent. You know, real money put towards it. Yep. Same with Brutal. It's a real deck. <laughs> so I foil everything out, and if I'm going to add a card, it has to be the right card. Yeah. Cool. Well, I. Might fine tune this then with you if you'd like. Otherwise, I'll post this on the Discord where we may really come up with in two and a half hours. Well done. Well done. That was a lot of fun, actually. It was. I was impressed to see how quickly things changed as it moved. Yeah. I was actually surprised that you changed some of your uh, thought process as quickly and as... as, uh, often as you did mm. we started with this idea and it evolved oh yeah that's and i like magic and, and that's what i like about magic um and that's why my deck list when i start looks so big is because i'm doing that evolution but putting all of it from every evolution in the list and mm. then saying okay this idea out and then i have I to see. cut 30 cards my evolution then is a lot more as i go not necessarily, which you said, yours is as you go, but you you still accumulate. Yes. I do not accumulate. Yeah. 
once I shift, I'm shifted. Yeah. And I look, I'm looking for new cards, and I'll even go to my list, as you notice, and I'll get rid of stuff. I'm like, oh, this doesn't fit anymore. Yeah. And that's where I start with a base idea and evolve. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. Yeah, Brood Class changed a million times, where I like how he is now because I have the threat collection. I can shuffle it in, and I know that's going to be a different game. Because I so a lot of the creatures are pretty dynamic within mm-hmm. that threat collection. Even if there's still the bangers and the big creatures, and boom, go white tokens. Of course. Yeah. The in- most interesting change I made with him recently that stuck is you can always have him be the copy token. I just have to get rid of Legendary, or I can uh-huh. use a lot of my uh, Arenicus's file duplication. New MVP. Makes him non-Legendary and flying. Um, there's another one from the Doctor Who set. I think James showed me. It's got Rebound. Yeah. And it makes a non-legendary copy. But it's Doctor Who. Uh, you know, <laughs> scribble on it with some Sharpie. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I I did that with Nuka-Cola Machine in the Lord of the Rings deck. Yeah. I made, I made the Brie Foam Pint Machine. You did say that. And I just did that. custom art for it. That's so funny. I just can't. I can't put a card that doesn't look like it belongs. So I understand that. They'll probably reprint that card in another set. Probably. Because it's good. They, I like that they do that. Of course, right now they're at a point where they're just they're printing too much. Too much. Maybe if the new sets, like, let's do three reprint sets where all the cards are reprints. Mm. And then a new set. But instead, it's new set, new set, new set, new set, new set. I see. I can't keep up with that. I would enjoy off of that idea if we went back to once a year, but perhaps twice a year, one reprint set one core set yeah done yep think about it flesh it out don't do the cash grab stop giving us so much cardboard yeah we don't need it that's why i stopped buying magic you can't keep dumping money in like that yeah it's impossible to keep up but i love playing magic (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I almost uh, bought some real cards the other day, but I decided not to to be responsible. Well, and here's the funny thing. I'm not buying magic to open magic. I'm mm-hmm. buying magic from second hand. Yeah, I'm I, always buying single buy a, cards. When I buy a card for Brago, it's one card, and it's mm-hmm. a pretty bougie card. But the card itself costs more than like two or three booster packs. Yep, which is why you can play the, the gamble game. This is why I like Pokemon. Pokemon yeah. keeps their card price low. And their bangers are high. Hmm. But like Charizard has six versions and only one version's expensive and the other ones are two bucks. So if you want to play the card and enjoy the game, you can do it cheap. If you want to f- bouge it out, that's where you spend the money. Hmm. It's a nice balance and I like that. Yeah, Magic is just expensive because it's powerful. It's kind of how it is now. Mm-hmm. Dang. Well, knowing you and I, we could still go. Yeah. Talk a while. <laughs> yeah. What did you say you have after this? Um, I am cramming all my social interactions before I head to the Netherlands to get married. So uh, I am playing Fortnite tomorrow night, which means I can't play Lethal or Pal World tomorrow. So I'm playing Lethal and Pal World tonight. Wow. You're playing Pal World? Uh Are you deep? No. Okay. I'm like, I have like four pals. Okay. Yeah. Is it similar enough to Pokemon where you can have a team of six or not at all? You have a team of five. Okay. You can have six if you get an amulet that lets you have one specific named Pokemon uh, that flies and follows you because you have the amulet on. So mm-hmm. then you could have six. Yeah. James told me he wanted to try Power World. Uh, all I've seen about it is like the drama and the rants and raves. A couple of people I know play it, but 
I don't know. I don't know those people enough that I've like talked about. You've it. played some Breath of the Wild. I'm very aware of Power World. We don't need to get into Power World. I'm just saying James was interested, which I thought was interesting, because mm-hmm. from what I know, it's very parallel to you know any catch 'em all kind of game. I don't. I think I'm okay. Yeah. Maybe James will convince me some other. I day. wasn't gonna buy it. Somebody bought it for me to play with them. Okay. See, that's it's, what I feel like. It's worth happen, playing if someone gives you the game. But that's how I am with most games. I don't. I'm not as into video games as I used to be. Yeah. I like Lethal Company's a lot of fun because you don't. It's not a high stakes game. You f- you play for the giggles. That's what all the games are about. They're just the giggles. <laughs> but cool. Magic the Gathering, my heart will never leave. Never. Never. I don't well, think I would ever quit Magic. I thought about that the other day. I think I might. Sometime down the road. Stop. I'd keep a deck or two. Yeah, so like, you never quit. Oh, uh, okay. All right, all right, all right, right. Like, I would get to a point where maybe I wouldn't build. I wouldn't accumulate. Mm-hmm. But what I have is what I have. I could see that. I'm I, pretty close. I could see that. I'm almost there now. I have like... Yeah, I, I have that's like, what I'm I saying. Like nine, I feel like I'm almost there now. I have like nine EDH decks, and I don't need more. Mm. I'm not actively thinking, oh, I really can't wait to build the next one. Yeah. Whereas Inga, on the other hand, has only built two, and she's like, I need to build another one. <laughs> I'm like, you got the itch. I was there. Yeah. This episode will help her build her future decks. Uh, maybe. Listen to our, <laughs> listening to our crazy scatterbrain of how we evolve the deck that's constantly. Tr- that's true. And what do you need? We're missing draw. We're missing some removal. That's too much ramp. Mm-hmm. How can we break this? <laughs> and now that we've shifted strategy, these cards we thought about earlier, not good. Not good enough. Yeah. I would cut, yeah, probably six or seven cards now that we've just seen a couple playtest hands. Hmm. Well, I'm excited to see what you do with it. Uh, you said you're going to post this to the Discord? Yep. I think where the deck is now, I'll also make some separate changes to the deck and okay. we could have two versions of agatha oh snap i wasn't even gonna make that many more changes mm-hmm. i was just gonna post it yeah no this, I, that's the deck we made absolutely okay i'm saying if i were to print this deck because i think it'd be fun to play i would do just a couple of things we just saw yeah cool so that'd be fun i was hoping we could get it a little bit more uh aggro than i think it currently is mm. if we were to put more time into that yeah uh but i don't want to do it with just fast mana yeah. Which I know is easy to make it that way. Yeah. But besides the point. Yeah, the, the Titan Strength build, you could do a bunch of cantrips. Oh, we never even... It's not we, in there. We... <laughs> it's not in the deck. <laughs> the first thing, like, oh, Cauldron, Titan Strength. Never even... Both of them aren't in the deck. <laughs> That's so funny. So, moving on then, we never discussed this. Do you have any thoughts or notions towards what we could do next month? Mm-hmm. Um, I, how do you feel about the comic episodes that we do? I think they're good, but I struggle with them more. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely think we've improved as we do comic episodes to how to talk about them. Yeah. Um, we could do Agatha part two. <laughs> You're telling us that we need a two and a half hour episode to have a second part. Yeah. That's <laughs> I bet you we could do the Agatha part two in an hour. Cause now, no, don't say that. Well, because now the deck's done. Mm, now sure. it's now it's how do you tweak it? You here's the deck. What do you, would you do different? Well, that could do a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah. my first thought was Day Tripper because you oh, are still yeah. reading it, and I just mm-hmm. actually reread it. 
It's a book I've read a few I times. I would do Day Tripper. Mm-hmm. I would. It's a, a much deeper story than we've done before. It's very inspirational and questions what you should do with your life. Yeah. Yeah. And values. Mm-hmm. I had actually I had a lot of fun reading. I'm actually have uh well I'm actually I'm actually I have one chapter left. Yeah, just about. How long did it take you to read the story so far? Well, I made it in my schedule to do a chapter a night, and then there would be a few nights I skip. Yep. So I don't know how many chapters there are. That's a realistic goal. I like that. Also, we're talking about the book now. Maybe we should save that for next time. <laughs> yeah, at least I can answer this question. If there's, what do you think there is? Twelve chapters? Mm, eight. Nine. Eight, eight nine's, or... nine's like a, a pretty average maxi okay. series. So I read it just over two months. Okay. Slow burn. Yeah. But, or I'm sorry, nine days. Yeah. Yeah. So I think just about two weeks. I know it didn't take me actually that long. Two months did not sound right. No. Uh, but yeah, I've been trying to do that more where I leave, even if it's not much, read something. Yep. One chapter a day is enough. Yep. Ten pages a day is enough. Yep. As long as it's consistent. Right. Yeah. I'm about that. I've I've increased my comic book reading lately. Reduced phone time, increased comic books. Mm-hmm. I would love to do Day Tripper. I think that's a good idea. Nice. And then we can think about the next topic afterwards at that time, not now. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Yeah, they, that's it. Bye. <laughs>